0: There's always more time to compute. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Point and Click Radio. I'm Bob Lawton.
1: And I'm Jim Hyde. And I'm Toby Molina at the Point and Click Research Desk. And Point and Click Radio is
2: the bi weekly computer show here on KZYX, the place where we bring you the latest computer and internet news. And answer your questions and take your calls, um, and this is the first show, and in, a, in um, about a month or so that we are in a position to be able to take your calls. Um, this is the first live show we've done in about a month yes. because of schedules and whatnot. Our last couple of shows have been pre-recorded.
0: Yes, but we've Welcome been by, by week. We've been by weeking it thanks to Jim and Toby. And um, <laughs> if you missed the last show or the show before that, which was. Uh, uh, we had a, a show and then a reprise of the show uh, it was such a great show with uh, your friend morton who um, yeah i want to meet morton he's uh,
2: <laughs> morton is a smart guy he's a yeah, very we, smart uh, we, guy we, we talked about the google um the, the controversy around whether or not google created a sentient artificial intelligence and the short answer is probably not almost certainly not but um it was a really interesting show and it's uh, it's in it's in the archives
0: yes and you should go check it out at uh jukebox.kzyx.org listen to the to the one from two weeks ago because the one from four weeks ago was the um the original one, and I think you updated it with some additions to the... Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, we did a, an updated segment in the last show to talk about um, yeah. a really important issue, uh, that being online privacy in a post-Roe world. Exactly. Um, in the wake of the Supreme Court's decision, there's some really interesting, um, thorny new privacy issues relating to um, the online world. Um, and so, um, do indeed check that out um, as well. The um, the whole thing Go with,
0: with Google and the the quote unquote sentient AI I think was was basically kind of clickbait. But you guys, that was just the beginning of a whole exegesis about about artificial intelligence and what it is and what it is and what it could be. And I thought Morton's view on it in your uh, your interview with him just was just so completely balanced and and the perspective was such a good view on. What computers really are and what they should be and what they could be, yeah. and some of the pitfalls that we might, um, might find. But his, his take on it was really worth listening to a couple and times. The whole, the, whole,
2: <laughs> the, the whole trap that we are likely to fall into, that we kind of did fall into with this Google story, and that is thinking that a computer sentient intelligence would be just like ours. Um, how how very how very um, vain of us! Yeah, <laughs> you think that yeah, that Computers really. would think in the same way that we do, assuming that they learned to think yes. at all.
0: Yes, To quote you from a long time ago, they get really annoyed when we try to anthropomorphize. Yes, don't them. anthropomorphize
2: computers. They hate. <laughs> they that. hate that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to begin tonight's show with a story that has gotten a lot of attention, particularly on the coast. Last Thursday, the school board of the Mendocino Unified School District voted unanimously to sell the Mendocino Community Network, the first internet provider on the fo- on the coast, one of the first internet providers in Mendocino County and one of the very few internet providers in the country that is owned and operated by a school district. So, how did we get here and what more to the point what's next? We will talk about that tonight later on we'll take your calls and questions and toby at the point and click research desk will talk about one alternative to a popular mcn feature the local list serves. so let's start out with a quick look back to answer the question why is a school district operating as an internet provider anyway well in 1993 the school district received a grant to bring internet access into the schools as part of a pilot program operated by NASA. A few years after that, around 1995, the grant had nearly run its course, and the district didn't want to lose the access. I remember um, Rennie Innes telling me at the time, this is like having a light- electric lights. We don't want to give it up once we have it. So, a light bulb went on. <laughs> the coast didn't have dial-up internet access to the internet at that time. If you wanted to get online, you had to make an expensive toll call to Santa Rosa. And so, if the school district was going to go into the internet business, that would enable the revenue to pay for the school's access and also enable residents to get local dial-up access. So, MCN was was born. And for a long time, for many years, MCN was the way to get online if you lived on the coast. Over time, that started to change. Comcast started providing service to its cable subscribers. New local providers, like Further Reach, entered the scene. Meanwhile, school enrollment has been declining over the years, and indeed, the district has to make $600,000 in budget cuts for the 2023-2024 school year, according to Superintendent Jason Morse. Then a few months ago... MCN's business manager, Sage, only the third manager they've had since the early 90s, gave his notice. MCN tried to fill the manager's position, but without success. So ultimately, the the combination of all these factors led the district to hold a special public meeting last week, during which the school board and members of the public discussed MCN's future, ultimately culminating in the board voting unanimously to put MCN on the market. Mark Morton is on the school board. He was a teacher at the time, and he was there at MCN's Inception, and here's what he had to say in last Thursday's meeting.
3: This is a really difficult situation, and I think in many ways, our hands are tied. And having been there at the beginning 28 years ago, um, I think that um, this full risk, it was um, not a common thing. In fact, it It almost doesn't happen anywhere for a school district to run a business and at the time the internet was just getting started and the world wide web um, barely existed when mcn started only in terms of months Um, and i think the end result was a great benefit to this community Um, and for many years it has been i I don't think it has been some sort of massive money making operation at any time, um, but it served the community well. In the meantime, the school district, um, a lot of things have happened. The school district has gotten a lot smaller than it was when we started. We started with collaboration with uh, NASA, believe it or not, and the Autodesk Foundation. We had a lot of support. We had people in the district who at that time were um, strongly um, involved in MCN and um, it made sense. And I think, as I said, it, it's done the community a lot of good, but the district has changed. We're very small now. And I just don't think the district has the resources to manage a business. It's also true that hiring people for anything um, and on the coast in particular is really difficult. The hospital is having a hard time. The school district is having a hard time hiring teachers. Um, and I don't see MCN being any different. It, it just, it doesn't make sense to me anymore for the school district to be running MCN. I s- strongly agree with Jason that that we want it to continue. We want it to be local. Um, That's greatly benefited the subscribers in terms of support in in ways that the big corporations cannot do. And there's been much benefit to the district, but I I agree it's time, it's gonna be difficult, but it's time to do this.
2: And meanwhile, during the meeting, Numerous members of the public spoke fondly of MCN. Here's a good example. Uh, this is Tom Yates um, and uh, Vicki Watts of KOZT, of uh, The Coast FM in Fort Bragg.
4: Tom Yates and Vicki Watts, The Coast, KOZT FM. We've been with MCN since even before the start. I can't say enough good things about them. I will say this, and no joke, no exaggeration, Without MCN, we wouldn't be on the air. They have allowed us to compete in the big world, made us competitive with radio stations from New York, given us access to things that people love. If the district feels it has to divest itself, I understand. But my biggest concern is the local thing. The whole strength of this has been local getting someone to help you out of a jam. And I know hundreds of people have done this on a Saturday. That doesn't happen with your corporations. And the pattern has been, and we've seen it here, we've seen it with PG&E. Many of you remember, we used to have a manager, folks we could hang out with. We knew all the service people, AT&T, same deal. When they buy you out, they buy you out and the first thing they do is cannibalize. And I would be supportive of a sale if it's necessary, if it goes to a qualified, competent, local with sensitivity to our locality. I can't say enough good things about MCN. I'm sorry this is happening. I I think there's a way out of this. The district really needs to be out of it, not being able to find people Believe me, we all know, if you, caught the, if you caught the figures today, there are two jobs open for every person looking for a job. It's pick and choose, pick and choose, pick and choose. And we're in area. in spite of what Mitch said, sorry, Mitch, it is Mendocino County and we are rural and we're not a wealthy county. But rents are high. Housing prices are high. And it's difficult. It's a problem for all of us to find people. If you can't pay enough money for someone to rent a one-bedroom apartment, it's difficult. But I think the emphasis here is on local, keep, keep local control, keep MCN local, keep the incredible staff you have already. My God, they're so good. Uh, I, I, how many times they bailed this out? I don't know. But yes, oh. um, just a, a, a yes for MCN and a yes for locality. No, No cannibalizing by outsiders. Please.
2: That was a, a common thread in so many of the comments, not only made by the public but by members of the school board. The desire to for MCN to persist in some form as a local entity, um, run by a local organization, by a local company, um, and um, providing that same degree of of uh, local. Support that um, that MCN and a lot of our local internet providers have become
0: known yeah, for. Yeah, Jim, I think. Um there should be a bronze plaque with a NASA logo on it commemorating the uh, initiation of MCN Indeed. for future generations. Because it was I think really. There's one
2: on the, on the Voyager space probe. Oh, maybe. Yes. a record that is uh, like one of the first point and click shows or something. <laughs> yes, maybe so. <laughs> but um, it was the first ISP on the coast, wasn't it? In fact, oh, by far. It may Absolutely. have been even. I mean, I remember dialing into America Online, um, which was the way to get online at the time. Yeah. Um, and calling santa rosa to do it and racking up some big phone bills along the way
0: right right luckily And, and
2: and and what you know what um what tom so eloquently spoke to um was the the enabling um aspect of mcn the fact that as is always the case with the internet particularly in rural areas like ours it's a it's a field leveling um uh component it enables a relatively small radio station like the coast or like kzyx to suddenly have a worldwide audience Um, and it enables a uh, a a, a, an independent craftsperson to sell to a worldwide audience through websites like etsy Um, and it was mcn as the first and for a long time only internet provider uh, on the coast uh, that 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 provided that that field leveling
0: well because people could i mean everybody was on modems back then there was was no yeah. high speed no wireless and uh, everybody could make a local phone call and and connect up to the uh, to the the internet and people could have their websites hosted at the mcn servers and right. and that would be another real advantage to uh, getting getting the coast onto the onto the great internet at the time. And that's been another
2: big thing that has changed um, over the years. And that is originally the actual physical hardware that made internet access possible was located at MCN headquarters on this gr- on the grounds of the school district right just about 20 steps from the gym <laughs> and th- there was a bank of modems and there were servers and if you wanted to have a website hosted through mcn you had a server that was a piece of computer equipment that was sitting there in the town of mendocino um that has changed that changed a long time ago and now websites that are hosted through mcn are hosted out of data centers in, in the Bay Area yeah. or in um, in other in other more urban areas of, of California, um, the mail servers, all of the 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 well the, the few dial up modems that are still in use um, because MCN still does have some dial up customers, um, that all none of that is located on the school district um, at the school district plant. Right. It's uh, it's strictly you know support and uh, and you know um, and and billing personnel who are at mcn these days
0: right so much has changed in the in the, the 28 years that went by in an eye
2: blink <laughs> yeah no kidding That's amazing. so all of which begs the question well you know what's next and the short answer is to that is we don't know um there are some local and semi-local um, internet providers, not only ones both based on the coast but inland and in the North Bay, that could be potential suitors um, to uh, to MCN, but um, that is who knows. Um, we don't know what's 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 happening there. Um, there are apparently two ways to um, to be able to sell MCN, and one was a a complex process of getting state permission to allow MCN to sell, um, getting a waiver to allow uh, the school district to sell MCN in a process that could take two to three months. And um, the complicating factor to that, apparently, is that um, not having management present um, at MCN anymore, um, there is, um, there's been, they've stopped taking orders for new service Um, new services. You know, if you wanted to become an MCN customer, if you just moved to the area or you wanted to join their new open-air wireless um, uh, project in in Fort Bragg, um, you can't do that now. Um, And waiting two to three months just to get permission to be able to sell MCN, um, it seemed like the board was not um, able to take that option um, because of the short-staffed the um, situation there. Sure. So MCN, the alternative is for the school district to designate MCN as surplus property, which enables MCN to uh, the school district, I should say, to sell MCN um, to the to the highest bidder. Oh, that makes that's sense. The actually, all that's taking place now.
0: Most most public equipment that is out of service gets surplused or, or hauled yeah. off to the to the dump. You know, one thing or the other. So that would be clever if they can actually pull that off that way and and just sell it as surplus property if they're not going to be using it anymore. But I have a feeling there's uh, hundreds and hundreds of people that would really dearly dearly want to keep their MCN email addresses.
5: Oh, if not mm-hmm. thousands. Toby, you thousands.
1: A, I just wanted to say that if anybody's interested in listening to the recording of that meeting um, in its entirety, you can go to YouTube and look up the Mendocino Unified School Dr- District Special July Meeting 2022, and oh. you'll find the entirety of that meeting.
2: Yeah, it's the most recent meeting um, on that page. They 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 post all of their meetings on YouTube. So if you just go to YouTube and search for Mendocino Unified School District, um, they'll the special
1: find it. July meeting.
2: Who, Jim? Who
0: were the parties that were involved in the meeting?
2: Um, the um, the superintendent Jason Morse, as well as the um, the the school board.
0: Okay. So it was a school board matter. Just bringing it up. Yeah, it was and, a school
2: board meeting, yeah. and and this has been. You know one of the one of the things that um, often made life complicated for the heroes running MCN was the fact that it was operated by a school district that was subject to um, a whole different set of laws and regulations that private companies are not subject to um, so um whether or not that's uh, that's that was part of why the district has decided to sell, I, I don't know, and it's probably not relevant. It does speak to that note of notion of the waiver that the district um, uh, needed to get in order to allow them to sell, and so then taking the uh, you know the, sur- uh, the surplus property route as an alternative. Um, yeah, what's going to happen next is is very much up in the air it would not be difficult for someone to take over the mcn.org domain and keep the mail servers you know uh running as it were they're all just virtual machines in a data center anyway um so that no email addresses would have to change um that's all technically possible whether that's logistically doable or what are, whether whether a, a a new buyer would want to do that is another question um, I did hear, and this is semi-speculative, that customers uh, of MCN's Fusion DSL service um, will still be able to get Fusion service through Sonic Internet, which is what uh, that service has been provided through MCN by anyway. Um, That's not an official statement by MCN or anything like that. Um, That's just what I have heard. Um, as for the new open air wireless system in Fort Bragg, that's still to, de- to be determined. Um, there are a lot of unanswered questions as to the, uh, you know, the the, the, um, the future of the various services that MCN has been providing um because this is all brand new this is a decision that was made six days ago um and uh and so we're just at the very beginning we'll obviously be covering it in detail uh, as the weeks go by and as the story unfolds but um in the meantime one of the big popular features famous and infamous features that MCN services that MCN provides are some local listservs list serves. Um, and there's a, uh, a discussion list and an announce list which are particularly popular and um, people use them to post everything from political rants to um, announcements of what's coming up on this radio station, for example, and other radio stations and announcements of farmer's markets and, and things that are for sale and, and all of the rest. It's a, it's a great verbal bulletin board. And one of the things that I see in the wake of this decision on the live is the question, what's going to happen to the listserv? Yes. <laughs> and it turns out that there are some interesting alternatives, um, one of which uh, to talk about over at the uh, point-and-click research desk.
0: Uh, we One more thing. We have the KZYX Programmers email list on MCN.
2: That's right. The, K- yes. the KZYX Programmers list is also hosted through the MCN uh, list service. Yeah, and they do a lot of other listservs for uh, for other local sure. um, nonprofits. So anyway, this is Point and Click Radio, by the way, the Bi-Weekly Computer Show here on KZYX with Bob Lawton, yours truly, Jim Hyde, and... Toby Molina at the point-and-click research desk who's going to
1: talk about um, one of those alternatives to the listserv right now. I'm going to talk a little bit about Mendo.org. Mendo.org. Uh, a self-described community discourse site that was designed uh, for the residents of Mendocino County. I don't know how long it's been around. It was created um, by um, a gentleman named Joseph Huckabee who lives in the village of Mendocino um, by his description. Um, and it is a remarkably well put together um, discussion board. Um, its He refers to it as basically a big shared mailbox, <laughs> okay? Uh, so you can read and you can send emails to and they get posted. Um, the system uh, is also subscribed to the MC MC and Listserv. So it ingests all of those emails. Uh, as well as making them available to to read online. So if you post a Listserv, it gets ingested by It Mendo. automatically gets sucked into Mendo.org. Um, and what it has, it has much more organization than Listserv. The Listserv is just sort of the free-for-all. Yes. Um, things are um, There are people who are actually maintaining uh, Mendo.org, and they, uh, uh, cla- you know, they organize things into topics. You can see there's a variety of topics, gardening, health, humor, et cetera. There's an events calendar. Um, and you don't have to be a member of the listserv to, to use it by any stretch. I don't have an MCN email address. Um, right. You don't have to be, excuse me, an MCM customer uh, right. in order to use the service. I am not. Um, and um, it, I, I've enjoyed using it without a problem. Um, they are not affiliated with MCN, it's just that they're subscribed, their they're, they're, um, back end is subscribed to uh, the listserv, so they can ingest that content.
2: But even if the listserv goes away, um, Mendo.org will, will persist, and I think one of the most appealing things to me is the fact that it is indeed categorized. It's, um, like you said, the announce list um, and the other listservs are, are big free-for-alls. They're bulletin boards and people... Thumbtack one thing on top of another thing, and it's really hard to find what you uh, uh, what what might want. You have to sort through and often delete a lot of junk in order to get those uh, little nuggets. But this, at least, with through the fact that there is different categories like gardening and and what are some of the others? Right, and
1: I went and looked, and things things have been sorted into there. It's really quite nice. Um, The search engines like Google, Bing. DuckDuckGo, et cetera, will not index anything on Mendo.org. So that's a nice privacy. They have disallowed angle. that at the root level right. um, of the site. Nice. Um, they your personal identifying information is safe. They use industry standard encryption and salted password hashtag hashing. Um So they, you know, the the people, the person, people behind this know what they're doing. Yeah. It's based on open, it's it's open source. Uh, You can click through and see it on GitHub Uh if that's your thing. Right, right. Um, And uh, it's, uh, they, they actually even say in their fact that it costs about $35 a month to run the service and this is something that they're donating to the community. Nice. Uh, so I encourage. I also, uh, you know, one of the things that you frequently see on the listservs, on particularly the announce and discussion lists, is how do I block somebody? Right. Um, and if you go into the preferences of Mendo.org, it is extremely simple. You can uh, you can filter categories. You can um, you click a checkbox that says censor bad words, so wow. that will uh, make it possible for you not to see um, postings with offensive language. Um you can if you can block individual senders. When I went in and I subscribed, I immediately went in and took some of the the blocked individuals who I'd blocked on the listserv, plugged them right in, and those posts instantly disappeared. Wow. So um I can you can customize um not only the look of the thing, but also what the um, information is that you're receiving.
2: So if you make a post um on let say the gardening forum on mendo.org and you ask a question you know where can I get where can i get some dahlia tubers and if somebody answers that are you notified by an email or do you have to go to mendo.org and look in the gardening forum to see if you've gotten an answer
1: i don't know okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yet but i don't think that that's the way it works in other words you don't post into gardening i don't believe you post, oh, and see. it is categorized. It's not a forum. Oh, I see. It is like wow. the listserv. Yeah, it's postings.
2: Oh, so wow. and then
1: you can reply. You can reply to individual posts, and some, and they will can consider each new um, entry a new topic, mm-hmm. unless that uh, subject line is similar to another that's come in. Then it'll be considered a reply. If it's wow. not a direct reply.
2: You have to look at it. It's very interesting. I haven't had a
1: chance to get deep into it and really, under because I haven't made, I'm not one to post. Yeah. You're a reader, not a poster. I'm a reader, not a a poster. I am a lurker. Not a lurker. (laughs) Well, lurker,
2: that is not a pejorative term in the internet world. No. Lurking is listening and not talking, which is a valuable thing in this world.
1: (laughs) Um, but you have to verify your email address in order to be able to post, which I haven't done um, Mm. Uh, yet, so I haven't been able to to post. But there is a stunning amount of really good information, and there's a user's guide, um, there's very clear terms of service and their privacy policy. So if you are not, um, if you haven't yet created an account and you go to Mendo.org, you will be instantly presented with a page full of information. You don't go to a home page that is just sort of, a, a you know a graphic not you a blank. go to a page that's yeah. full of information and at the very bottom there are links that take you to um their user's guide yeah I,
0: I looked at it it's not a splashy blank landing page it's actually just chock
1: yeah. chock and it all full. works on your phone too
0: yeah it's
2: all what they call responsive it uh you can you can it works just fine on your desktop or laptop but it also works just fine on your phone or your laptop or your tablet
1: uh, it has a search feature which is Ooh, awesome nice um and what i also thought was a great feature was an events calendar oh yeah, that's, that's really which nice. i think is super cool um so and they and and as opposed to mcn which didn't really have the um didn't do any moderation right this is moderated to one degree or another they will not you know they don't uh, they said they don't do a lot of moderating, but no fake news, no hate speech, et cetera. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wow. It sucks. seems like a really good alternative. You know, as people yeah. were talking about alternatives to the listserv, there are things like Google groups and other kind of commercial list and forum uh, services and products. Um, and one just uh, understandable concern a lot of people had was, well, privacy. You know, do I really want to give Google yet another uh, uh, portal into my life? Um, and one of the beauties of Mendo.org is that it's not that. It is a, it is a, um, it is a free, open source, locally run um, service. For the, uh, for the community, for, well, uh, for not only the coast, but Mendocino County and, and and beyond.
0: And that's a real feature that they don't let their site get scraped by Google and Facebook and everybody else that wants yeah, to yeah. sell your information and connect d- connect your dot, dots up with all the other dots they have. for uh, for
1: their- And they do allow attachments, which the Listserv does not. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Right. And that makes it a little bit tricky when cross-posting to Listserv. It makes for some comp- complete, you know, compl- mm. to make it a little complicated. Again, I encourage every, anybody who's interested, if you want to know more before just signing up or you want to sign up and then go read the information, go to their user's guide. Um, it's really com- very complete. Cool, cool. Mendo.org. Yeah, Mendo.org. And, of course, this is just one of many um, options, but this exists.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's here as now. It's a great way to not only look at back issues of the listserv um, posts, but also kind of um, plant a fresh stake in the ground um, in preparation for a world where um, a, 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 an organization that may acquire MCN may discontinue the listserv because um, there is content that is often posted on the listserv that um a lot of um private providers would disallow um but that the school district because again because it is a public entity um their hands were more tied in terms of content moderation um so should a private organization acquire mcn um it isn't Unreasonable to think that the listservs would go away in their current form. So um, it's probably a good time to start visiting Mendo.org. And, uh,
1: it's a good time to think if, if the listserv is, is, you know, important to you, it's a good time to start looking for alternatives. And here's something that somebody else has already created that's very robust. I yeah. think it's very well done. Um, obviously, there are other options, and we can talk about those Uh
2: in future shows In
1: future shows but i I, I was very impressed um, with this uh, particular option yeah. Mendo.org.
2: mendo.org thank you Toby Molina at you the point and click research desk and thank you Joseph Huckabee and anyone and everyone else who may be involved in uh, in in keeping mendo.org up and running um yeah if they do
0: if they do moderation I mean that takes that takes uh, work to do that you know
2: time
1: and categorization the categorization is done manually currently and, and oh, there's wow. uh, i came across something that said coming soon ai <laughs> so oh, built some, sentient they'll <laughs> build some functionality that will make it less manual hopefully for for them but um uh i just was really impressed after you know the listserv exists as emails and this is the central repository that is easy to read and the text is a nice size and you can uh, customize it to look any way you'd like you can even um you, you customize the look of your posts um so i encourage everybody to take a look if the list serves are important to you now's the time to find an o- another option just in case
0: yeah and on the website for extra points for this one they have a little button for dark mode <laughs>
1: Dark mode, oh, yeah, yeah, sweating the details. I mean, yeah, that's impressive. It is, it is. They have little buttons next to a, po- a little icon, a little bug next to posts that looks like the little, you know, the no symbol, the, the, the circle with a slash through it. And you can click, and that then you can choose whether you're blocking the sender, blocking the topic, blocking. It's very simple. Um, and I think um, that would be a tremendous use um, to, to everyone, no matter what your preferences are
2: yeah sure yeah big time
1: good stuff thanks toby you bet thank you toby so this is a call-in
2: show um this week it is and we definitely want to uh um encourage calls and questions um you can reach us here at the studio at eight nine five two three two four
0: no two two four eight eight nine.
2: (laughs) Two four four eight. Wow, it's been that's how long it's that's been. That's how I've long it's been. Eight nine five two four four eight, eight nine five two four four eight is the number to call if you have a question about mendo.org. If you have a comment about MCN, again, we can't speculate on what's going to happen because the whole decision from the school district is 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 exactly six days old, and um, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot to unfold and unpack in the uh, in the weeks ahead.
0: The fact that they're auctioning it at surplus, um, that gives me hope that somebody who has a connection to the area and is running a a successful, responsible, well-run, tight ship kind of ISP will Hopefully, step in and add it to
2: fingers there. tightly crossed. Yeah, yeah. There are yeah. there are some. We are very fortunate to have some really excellent um, local and semi-local um, providers yeah. um, in, in in our area. Um, it's hard to imagine a Comcast or an AT and T wanting anything to do with yeah. RCN, even getting, um, but it's more likely to imagine one of our local providers um, wanting uh, being interested in some fashion. Um, sure, but, um, but again, there's just there's there's just a lot to there's just a lot to sort out. You know, I think one of the good comments that that Tom from Kozt made, and it's one reason I wanted to play it, um, was that he spoke to some of the larger issues that our area faces in terms of um, housing shortages oh, and yeah. high housing costs and wages not keeping up with. Housing costs and and the scarcity of employees and qualified um, uh, personnel. Um, these are not just issues that MCN faces, um, as he pointed out. They're issues that the hospitals face, um, yeah. and and other businesses of all. Hey kinds. Jim,
0: the so, boards are lighting up. We've got. I'm not surprised. Yeah. So let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on point and click.
5: Yeah, I, I don't know if you addressed it before, but what about us who have email addresses that end with mcn.org?
2: Yeah, we don't know. Um, it would not be difficult for that domain to be maintained um, by a um, by a, an acquiring party, um, but that would be up to them. Um, and, you know, uh, if those addresses were to go away, and I would... That would make me sad if they did, because I have one myself. Um, then we would all be looking at getting, going through the pain of changing email addresses.
0: But it, it's not necessary to have MCN as your internet service provider to have access to the MCN mail server. You can Those can be at separate. All. Those can be separated.
5: Right, yeah, Completely. Separate from two, but, um, but that's my main email address. Uh, and that's what everybody I know has for me. So, yeah, yeah. I would, okay, I would uh,
2: like to think, I'd like to think that um, whatever entity ends up acquiring MCN, that that would be one of the first things that they would want to maintain, because that is probably the single biggest inconvenience that there would be to the thousands of MCN. Um, uh, not only customers but also email customers would be that Mm -hmm. painful process of changing your email address and notifying everybody that you've done that so i'd really like to think and if if out there are potential suitors if you're out there listening um that would be a really great gesture (laughs) that you could make um after post acquisition saying your old mcn mail address will continue to work just fine
5: yeah. yeah it's pretty nominal but it is there's they change it from a monthly 250 to an annual 40 or something i forget right now so, yeah so not free
2: but it doesn't cost much either so yeah it's almost free
0: <laughs> yeah we've got other calls thanks for that caller thank you for that yeah uh, that would be the thing and um i still have my pacific internet email address even though they're not my internet provider anymore. Yeah, and it's so, the same
2: with my MCN address. Same deal. More calls. Hi, caller, you're on the
5: air. Hi, uh, yeah, I've got one question and a couple of comments. My question is, uh, because it's on school district property, what is it that's for sale? The business, the building, the land, what specifically? And two, um, yes, Jim, you're right. It's better to listen than to talk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but... <laughs> You mean as in so, lur- um, as in lur- uh, being a lurker?
2: Being a lurker.
5: Uh, well, yeah, and even on the line. When you're on the phone, when you're on lo- when you're on the radio. Sure. listen. Yep. And and uh, oh, something else I wanted to say and I can't forget. What, oh. Um No, you answered that. I was worried about the listserv because that's the only what I used at MCN. Thanks for the org. I uh, appreciate that. I'll take your responses online and hang up. All right. Thanks for for calling.
0: And uh, And hopefully we'll see you on (laughs) Mendo.org.
2: Yes, exactly. Um, yes, the, the, the building, the property is not for sale. What would be for sale is what is for sale is the business. And that would be the customers and the revenue that, um, that, uh, that the, uh, that comes in through the, uh, through those customers. Presumably also some hardware. I'm speculating here, but I mean, all that, the, the new wireless system that they've just rolled out. In the last year or so, or half year, in Fort Bragg, you know there are little roof am- rooftop antennas and, and and routers that are included with the with the service. If that whole uh, system is acquired, then I imagine that that hardware would also be a part of that well, um, purchase, but not the building, not the funky building on the school district property oh, um, yeah. and the real estate.
0: <laughs> but uh, the wireless? Do they have a separate business office downtown or a separate facility downtown in Fort Bragg? Is that how that no. works?
2: No, it's it's just all it's just you know the it's a point to point wisp it's a wireless internet provider, Oh uh, a wireless internet service. Yeah. that MCN rolled out. It's called Open Air.
0: Oh, okay. But it's managed from the current office. But it would just have it would just transfer to whoever the new owner would be, and they would they would run. Presumably, it. if yeah. they
2: if they if they picked up, you know, I don't I don't even know if you know, we, we, does, does does would someone have the option to just buy part of the MCN, uh, I, my guess would be no, if the whole thing has been designated as kind of surplus property, but I don't know.
0: We'll see. Well, at the risk of uh, getting whiplash, why don't we switch from local issues to uh, medical lactic number, issues? No calls? No, no, not right okay. now. But uh, we can widen our horizon to up to, uh, to 4.6 billion light years of... Oh, I know where <laughs> you're going with yeah. this the firmament the firmament i know the first the first fully resolved images from the james webb space telescope were released this week by nasa and probably everybody's seen them on their on the front page of whatever service or newspaper or news service or apple news or google or whatever yeah yeah and they're just stunning they're amazing and you sent me a really cool link that has a a little slider with the old Hubble versions right of these scenes and the new web version is just it's
2: amazing you know yeah if you if you want to check that out and it, it, you're right it's really really cool you can just go to the search engine of your choice and search for web telescope compare just search for those three words web telescope compare and the very first hit that you'll get will be uh to this site that a guy has set up that lets you see the exact same uh, area as photographed by the Hubble Space Telescope, and as photographed by the James Webb Space Telescope. And there's a little, as Bob said, there's a little slider, like a split screen kind of thing that you can drag left and right. And as you do that, you'll see just how much more incredible detail there is in the uh, in the in the James Webb telescope. So I'm consistently blown away by yeah not only the images but by the fact that the whole thing just worked. <laughs> There were so and, many things that could have gone wrong. And,
0: and they're just getting started, you know. Um, yeah. There was a really interesting uh, set of images in the article. I think it was on the New York Times. But um, they were explaining how they had to patiently align. There's there's a bunch of, uh, of honeycomb mirrors that all yeah. have separate individual adjustments. And they had to line everything up. It's kinda of like focusing, except you have to get all these however many dozens of mirrors they have in it pointing at the same uh focal point. And of course it's a million miles away in space, so there's the <laughs> the lag of, of the signals, then they have to wait for the images to download. Oops, you know. It's a it's a tweaker's delight, I'm sure, you know, if you just tweak lag.
2: it by a nanometer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. <laughs>
0: No, but the the images just look incredible. They look so clear, and it's looking at at galaxies within galaxies. Uh, you know, it's just it's it's galactic soup out there. It's amazing.
2: And one of the things that, that blew me away too, not only the images, but the the spectrograph that they shared when they pointed it at a an exoplanet. Mm-hmm. One of the cool things that the telescope will make possible is analyzing the atmosphere of other planets outside of our solar system at a crazy place that i don't plan to vacation in anytime soon a planet bigger than jupiter that orbits its sun closer than mercury orbits our sun a full year takes about three days uh for this very unpleasant planet
0: it's bigger than jupiter and closer than mercury (laughs) correct to it's and sun. they
2: pointed the telescope at this thing and the telescope is able to tell us that they found traces of water vapor and they found evidence of clouds and the fact that i love not only that they it was able to uh, to, to ascertain things that are that detailed but i also love the fact that even that far away Stuff is made out of the same stuff that's made out of here. Well, yeah. You know? it's, it's, the same, it's kind of reassuring, same honest, isn't it? The same gases, the yes. same stuff that we're made out of because we're made of that stuff. Yeah. And it's just really a beautiful kind of humbling uh, thing to think about.
0: Well, and uh, paging Elon Musk, a new place for him to maybe go visit. <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe he could buy it.
2: He could call it Twitter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a three-day orbit. Yeah, around it's a the a s- year.
2: Yeah, three yeah, days it goes to around its planet to circle its sun. Yeah, it's the mi- and it's Jupiter and it's bigger than Jupiter
0: and closer than the, the mind. Just um,
2: the universe is weirder than we can it, even imagine. We're I think weirder we're than learn we can. Even more about how weird it is in the uh,
0: ever, in the, in ever, just to come. We got a call, Jim. Let's go back to the phones. Okay. Hi, caller. You're on the air.
5: Hi. Yes. Um. I had a question about um, Duck Duck Go. I've been using it since you recommended it years ago now, and then my husband read something about um, that they were selling information, um, and they're not supposed to be, but I know you guys still talk about it, so I was wondering what your thoughts were on that. You know, there's, I,
0: I know what you're talking about, there was some talk of that, DuckDuckGo had some kind of an arrangement with Microsoft that was sharing some kind of user-based data. I don't remember the fine details. I do wanna do a report about that because that was of concern to me when I first read it. I think I read enough uh, in the piece that was talking about it to be reassured that they still keep your search history private and they keep your personal information private and they keep your browsing habits private. Uh, but this has okay. something. This has something to do with some kind of a technology arrangement they had uh, with Microsoft. And I can't remember what the scope of it was, but thanks. Thanks for jogging my memory. I will go and do a report on that for our next show because that that's uh, important information. And I just want to thank DuckDuckGo for still being there because Jim, going way back to the early days of Scroogle, whenever that was, it right. seems like every couple of years it's oops, well that one's out of business, and, and DuckDuckGo. Oh, okay,
5: but- yeah. But do you guys still recommend it.
0: I do, yes.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. They're all, they're, well, if well, anything, they're growing by leaps and bounds. I'm hearing commercials for them on the Giants games. They're like, they're advertising. Oh, wow.
5: Huh. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I really
2: pr- appreciate your show. Oh, thank you for calling. Thank you for the call. 895 2448. 895 four, four, eight are our numbers. Uh, we've got about 10 minutes left in this edition of Point and Click Radio. A couple of other odds and ends we, uh, we can always cover, but we mostly want to hear from our listeners. Um, if you've got a question or comment about MCN um, or about anything else relating to computers and the Internet, um, eight, nine, five, two, four, four, eight are the numbers is the number to call.
0: Yes, especially if you have MCN.org email, because that's, uh, that's probably the number one concern of people who are uh, there's probably a lot of people out there who have Comcast for their internet or what are the you know the oh, other yeah. cable sources. Yeah. And they still or have.
2: Starlink the- or Starlink or further reach as we do. Yeah. Um, but I kept my MCN address, um, sure. which I've had since about 1996 or so. Yeah.
0: Um, the uh, thing about DuckDuckGo, I just wanted, just following up on the last caller, they do put ads on your search results. And I think they limit to the top two slots. And they're usually relevant to your search term and they're not um they're not uh reporting any of your activity to those advertisers so it's mm. it's not targeted advertising but it's search specific advertising a lot of times what comes up there is useful information you know it's relevant to what your search is not that you bought a pair of of, of shoes last week and they're trying to sell you the same pair of shoes because that's what they know about you you know
2: yeah, yeah exactly they're not
0: beaconizing your life right eight nine five two four four eight if you want to call into the show it's uh bob lawton myself and jim hyde my radio partner here of what 25 years 25 years 25 years this
2: it's uh that's amazing god
0: you know we we were reflecting uh not too long ago about some of the things that were going on when the when the internet first started because we were we were uh, basically starting the show when people were still using dial up to get to get uh, oh, on the internet almost exclusively sure yeah. and there were so many questions about modems and you know uh, farmer's
2: lines farmer so many lines people with funky phone lines yes. that were stretched across the woods
0: right wet crows on your phone line and <laughs> stuff like that and then um the the not this past show no i think it was the past show was that when you had the the little uh the uh, squirrel, squirrel damage in a nutshell. Yes, the
2: rodent report. <laughs> the rodent <laughs> yes. report.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Your friend Morton uh, had a Twitter post complaining about his internet service provider. I think he's in Canada. Yeah, uh, his, Vancouver. His ISP, Rogers, was claiming their their the, all of British Columbia was down or something like that. And I, I answered his post saying it was probably squirrels.
2: Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That was. Yeah. Toby
2: did a little report on uh, a beaver um, brought down a big swath of the internet in British Columbia. That might have been. I wonder if that that was it. Was reporting. Yeah. And and it turns out that uh, there's a there's a whole there's a there's a the the internet uh, provider business uh, maintains or the utility business maintains something called the squirrel index. Which lists like the number of squirrel um, I was about to say attacks um, <laughs> uh, uh, conflicts with the with the internet uh, and power infrastructure, and one person had and or one organization had uh, had stated that they believed that squirrels represented a greater threat to internet stability than cyber attacks. Cyber attacks. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah so yeah squirrel squirrel denial of service (laughs) exactly yeah um 895-2448 please if you're currently on mcn and have concerns or want to make suggestions or give a shout out to who might ever actually buy the surplus property that the school district is going to put up give us a call (laughs) And uh, we'll talk about that because this is a story we're going to be on top of uh, going forward oh, yeah. until until the matter is settled one way or the other.
2: Yeah, um, and I suspect. Go
0: ahead. No, you go ahead.
2: Um, it may happen relatively quickly. You know, and obviously another very justifiable concern people have expressed is, well, what of the um, six or so employees of MCN um who are who are still there. Yeah. And you know, um what what would an acquisition mean to them? Would they be, you know, would it be a good thing good thing for them? Would they be um would they be would there be um you know, layoffs along the way and Obviously, that is way too soon to make any kind of speculation. Yes, but that's
0: an interesting point, because I wonder, was this brought up in the meeting? Are they school district employees with with, uh, school district benefits and and, uh, all that? I believe they are. That would really be a sticky point. I don't know how you would bundle the employees unless they wanted... And I
2: could be wrong, so don't by by no means um, quote me on that. But I, yeah, I don't know.
0: it's hard to say. I mean, uh, the business manager worked for the school district, right? It wasn't. That, yeah. 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 It, it, that's really interesting because, I mean, that's all uh, essential to how the whole place was run, starting with back in the day when they started to basically provide internet connectivity for the school district itself you know i mean yeah. that's that's a that'll be really interesting it is, it is an org not a com you know so
2: exactly oh and it was an incredibly creative way to uh to, to you know to structure things i mean yeah. like, like uh, as i said up front um they didn't want to lose after that three-year grant from nasa and the autodesk foundation ran right. out they didn't want to lose the internet access so they figured well if we start um a internet provider business will be able to provide it to the schools and we'll be able to provide it to all the teachers sure. oh and hey we'll also be able to sell it to the public and as a result it became a revenue generator and still is it is profitable to yeah. the school district not as much as it was back in the day um when there was less competition but um it is not a money losing proposition for the school district um, and that might i would think be a potential at a selling point to a potential um
0: that's true purchaser and uh, when it started there was no competition i mean it was the only option that's it there was e- lo- it. or like you said you had to get on your phone and make a long distance call to santa rosa to connect to aol or something like that Right, so it was different 895 we might have time for one more call if anybody wants to call in and um Talk about things, and I had just have one more quick thing. Uh, There was an article in the New York Times by Trip Mickle, who I believe was the first person to report on this. Apple and their longtime uh, former chief of design, Johnny Ive, have decided mutually to part company. Uh, I think it was maybe two or two and a half years ago. Johnny Ive um, stopped being an Apple employee. He he quit Apple and started his own design company love from uh, with a very 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 lucrative contracting agreement to con- continue designing for apple which i believe he did and it seems like that whole that whole um symbiosis between ive and apple has been winding down over the last six months to a year or something like that mm. and uh it's it's interesting to me it kind of sounds like the end of an era but i don't know i my own feeling as i was reflecting on this and thinking back i think uh, what it was was the steve jobs johnny ive partnership that really made johnny ive and was able to realize steve jobs vision johnny was a good designer steve really knew what he wanted but he wasn't a designer and i think the synthesis to me it kind of reminds me of lennon and mccartney you know you couldn't yeah, have like that. you yeah, couldn't have true. one of them leave the beatles and hire another
2: beetle and Costello. <laughs> yeah. bob and jim bob and jim i know <laughs> it's true that's a very that's a really good point yeah um yeah i mean johnny was behind the original iMac the the you know the bulbous yeah iMac and
0: i think steve was telling him get something that people will want to own and he goes oh colors clear plastic and then steve was saying make it smaller make it thinner make it faster make it without a keyboard and he came up with these ideas because steve was there pushing all this stuff and then if you think about the products that come out after Steve passed away, um, the most recent one that Johnny Ive was involved with was the watch. And it's kind of just a shrunk down iPhone on your wrist. That's you
2: know? <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, it's a good, good article on the New York Times by Trip uh, App Apple, uh, and Johnny Ive. It's no longer uh, Apple and Love From. I guess it's Love Gone now. <laughs> I can't <laughs>